Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Kind, Be Positive, Be Yourself. Today's episode 153. Today's a special episode. We have a guest, my new friend Magnus. He's from Leeds, United Kingdom. It's about 4,000 plus miles away from the United States where I'm at in Des Moines, Iowa. The internet is a beautiful thing, my friends. Today, we are going to talk about self-compassion and self-love, something that we are bonded over and something, uh, the reason I found Magnus and the reason we found this new friendship. So take a listen. I hope you enjoy. I hope you go and follow Magnus. He is a beautiful, pure person and he's well worth the follow. I hope you enjoy. Take care of yourself. Talk to you soon. It's exciting when you, I mean, you, you know this well, when you meet someone that's in person, no matter how you meet them, their energy is just, you can tell people's energy very well and yeah. meet someone that your energy kind of lines up very similarly. It's inspired. I'm trying to expand beyond expiring, but it's just, I mean, that's where, that's how I feel. So. Yeah. I mean, when I saw your, your profile, when you messaged me, and I looked at what you're doing. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I danced. <laughs> I, danced. I, I, I honestly, for a few reasons, one, because what you're doing and the real life effects of your work, you know, talking to Don, talking to Alex, it was just inspiring to, to read your conversations with them. And it was also inspiring the way you went about it, because with my interactions, they're slightly different to yours they're more yours your conversation sounds like they last about five to ten minutes you know the the you're getting to know that person and it's I felt it I found, found it very a heartwarming approach because my interactions are quite short whereas yours are quite you know they're longer so and yeah and likewise I, I feel like when I um when I was messaging you and I I looked at your profile I could just tell that and listen to your Spotify as well I could just tell that you were a really good person who has a lot of empathy. And um, I like to see myself as quite an empathetic person. So it's nice to see um, a brother across, across the pond, you know, doing good work, you know? Likewise, man. Um, I guess to provide people that will either watch this or listen to this with a little bit of background, I, you know, it's an interesting thing because people might watch this or if they're just listening, I do want to provide like who the heck is talking right now. So I'm with uh, Magnus Davies and uh, it's Magnus on Magnus Davies on TikTok and YouTube, right? Yeah. And Instagram. And Instagram. So um, like you said, we clearly were uh, very far apart. We're about 4,000 miles apart. And and so I was I was talking with my dad because it's funny enough that you said you did a little dance because I originally for people to give people a full background to how we got here I saw you on TikTok um, you know as you do you scroll and I saw one of your first videos it was when you just went up to to people on the street and asked them what they love about themselves mm-hmm. and I was like okay I love this idea. And I had a little spark. I was like, oh, maybe I, I may, could I try that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I kept, went to your page. I looked at a lot of more of your videos and I couldn't shake that feeling for like the next couple of weeks of like, man, I really, really want to try this. And mm-hmm. I had to move. I moved out here to a bigger city and 
I was walking around one day and I was like, it just popped in. You know how those things just pop in the things that you really want to do. They somehow always work their way back. Mm. And that's, it's kind of just like fate or whatever you want to say. I, mm-hmm. I tried it. I went up to some people and like you had mentioned, Alex and Don were the people that day that I talked to. And I walked away feeling so just filled with hope, especially when you're talking to strangers, you probably know this mm. the feeling of talking to someone that you have, you just met in that moment. And the shared humanity of smiling, laughing, you know, sharing a little bit, even if it's, it was two blocks that I walked with Alex to a Walgreens and it left me, it it feels like it just changed the trajectory or how my life is going to go and a a little bit of a nudge. And so we've talked before this about, you know, you talk a lot about the butterfly effect and um, I was trying to think about where to start with this conversation. And I think it's important because I was obviously inspired by you and your videos and you obviously didn't know before this conversation, before we met that I was, that I was even existing. You were just putting out good content and things that you really believe in. I was wondering, um, was there any, did you draw inspiration from anything or anyone about your videos or how did you kind of get into your videos and, and kind of what you believe in and where you're at now? So before I answer that question, I just want to say thank you for messaging me because the timing of your message was impeccable. And I always say the universe has impeccable timing and it always happens at the right time. Um, And usually it happens in the right time when you're looking at it from hindsight. But in the moment, it felt like completely the right time because I, if I'm being honest here, I went to London and I tried to do some more interviews, but I was having a really off day and it felt very forced and that my mind wasn't in the right place. I wasn't feeling confident in myself. So I didn't do the interviews that day. And then I was due to do the interviews the week that you messaged me. And when I saw that message, I was, I was about to go out and do some more interviews. Uh, some, and um, I, was, I was going to do them, but I was still having that. I had that nervousness. I had that anxiousness. When I saw that message, I thought, I was so inspired by you, which is very ironic because you was you were inspired by me initially, but you inspired me to go, no, we're gonna we're gonna go out today and we're gonna get some amazing interviews, we're gonna inspire more people, we're gonna spread positivity just from reading the exchanges you had. Because it's like this is why I'm doing it. And sometimes you can get lost, you can lose touch with that and you start making it about yourself. And I was like, no, it's not about me, it's about the exchanges, it's about you know how that person uh, leaves the interview feeling. And um, so I just want to say thank you, uh, you know, for the message and thank you for doing what you do, because I might have I will have still done that. I would have gone on and done the interviews, probably most likely. But you gave me that energy that day just to go out and really, you know, commit to it and and inspire other people. So thank you for that. (laughs) Crazy, because like, well, my appreciation is right back. It's, I feel like it's a very mutual gratitude and that's a really beautiful thing when it happens like this and genuinely, naturally crazy enough, just another level of fate or the universe working in its way. I went to message you on TikTok because that's kind of like where I first saw your videos and everything. And I typed up this message like, Hey Magnus, like you inspired me to do this. And I was going to share the link to my Instagram post because it was the day that I went out and talked to people. 
And on TikTok, you know, you can't message people that don't follow you. So TikTok was like, sorry, pal, you can't do that. So I was like, ah, kind of bummed out. And I was like, let me just search. And then I went on your Instagram and then I sent it on Instagram. So it was just like, and you talked about, I wanted to circle back. You talked about doing a happy dance. I woke up the morning. I'm trying to think of the timing, but I woke up in the morning after I messaged you. And I saw that you messaged me and I got giddy as well. I had smile and I, I have a family group chat with my family and my sister, my, my mom and dad. I messaged, I said, you'll never believe this. I got, I'm talking to this guy from over in the UK and, you know, I, I was just like super happy. And uh, so it's just a really beautiful thing when, when energy lines up, especially people where they're trying to do the same thing and just genuine energy. So this is just incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. I'm glad to be here. Very grateful. Um, thank you, man. I'm, I'm very, very inspired right now. Um, but we'll get back to the question that you asked me. What inspired me to, to do the interviews in the first place? So initially, it was having conversations with friends and family as well. Um, and I re- realized that we didn't really talk much about what we like about ourselves very much we're very quick to criticize ourselves we're very quick to go oh I don't I'm ugly or I'm not very confident or whatever it is we're very quick to to doubt ourselves but we're not we we find it quite difficult to compliment ourselves um so I kind of realized that and I've, I found my own mind I had a tendency to criticize myself and I started to think how can I and, and I was giving advice on TikTok, you know, where I was filming and uh, talking about anxiety, talking about boosting confidence. And I thought there's one thing talking to someone, you know, for a screen. How can I make it a bit more real? How can I interact with people on a personal level? And I started to think, wow, OK, let's do, we could we could be doing some public interviews. And then I met another creator who already did um, like some interviews, like he did interviews. He does these cards where he gives people a message um it's like a positive message you know a life lesson or just just to give people a boost and then he gets their reactions on tiktok so i uh i met up with him and i saw how he worked and i ended up doing some interviews that day as well and then i thought i asked questions like what makes you happy what are you grateful for and then i was i asked my followers um have, have you guys got any ideas for questions? And someone, someone messaged me and said, what do you love about yourself? So I actually got the idea from someone else, but I was already, it's like the, the universe again, having perfect timing. I was thinking about, I was already thinking about how can people talk about positive things? How can they celebrate themselves more and their lives? And that, that when I saw that, I thought that's the best, that's the best question that I could answer. And I owe it to my friend, Tom, he's called Tom Harper. Uh, he, he actually gave me, um, the question so that's where i got it from it's amazing just how i feel like some personally for me and, it, and i can feel like you, just from what you've said it, it's maybe similar for you as well magnus like some of the best ideas i've ever had some of the best you know projects if you could say even the podcast have just been off other people's energy life mm-hmm. experiences amazing timing and mm-hmm. um i think that what we're trying to, you know, you talk about more things than just uh, self-love and, and self-compassion, if you will. Mm-hmm. And and I do too on my podcast, but we share that as a very, that's, that's why we're here. And that's what we're bonded by, I think. 
you know, mostly yeah. not, not completely, but I wanted to pick your brain about what, why is self compassion, self love? There's a lot of ways you can say it. Yeah. Why is viewing ourselves uh, more positively? What do you feel like is the biggest, why should we care? Why should people care about it? Why, about that question? What do you love about yourself? What's why, why should we keep doing this? Because I think the short answer is where your focus lies, your energy lies. So if you focus on the negative things in your life, then that's going to produce negative energy. And if you focus on the positives, that will multiply. So it's where basically your energy is multiplied where your focus is. So I just, I think it's important that we focus because I think we're very good at problem solving. You know, we're constantly thinking, how can I be better? How can I be better? And with that, you can slip into kind of never even recognizing or giving yourself any credit because people are constantly trying to improve or, you know, be the finished product. But I think something as a society we struggle to do is just to recognize I'm great at this. I'm really good at this because when you recognize that, that builds your confidence and your self-esteem. And when that builds, then you're more likely to take more action. And I had a I had someone come on the live the other day and, and she's got a girl called Amanda. She said she hadn't left a house in four years. And she said after the live, listening to the live I did the other day, she went outside for the first time. I mean, I found that like, I couldn't comprehend that, to be honest. Yeah. And just because she started to focus and change her focus from all the things that could go wrong to all the things that, could go right in the opportunities of going outside that changed her life just that one action so i just think just the effect self-love and self-compassion can have on yourself and the world is just it's i mean it shows in our bonding here the fact that we've met it just shows how unlimited the opportunities are when you do that i completely agree and i what i like i like how you said well what i'm getting is like and it's taken me a really long time. I think you can probably, you might feel very similar to this. When you're empathetic by nature and you really care about other people's feelings, it's kind of a slippery slope. I think you've talked about this before on, when I was in your last Instagram live. Being empathetic and being an empathetic person is really great. But sometimes, mm -hmm. I know personally for myself, uh, I put my own needs and my feelings and self-compassion to myself kind of get the side second priority second tier priority and i think a lot of people feel that way um but honestly in the story that you're talking about with uh amanda right with her yeah. going outside for the first time in a long time yeah. i think one thing that i'm learning and that i've noticed is by being compassionate to ourselves and my friend once told me that and it's you know it's a kind of a well-known uh idea but you can't pour from an empty cup so if you need to you need to take care of your your cup to give other people the water, you know, for their cup. And it actually, ironically, when we take care of ourselves, I feel like most of the time we actually positively impact other people yeah. and what we're already trying to do. And I really wanted to ask you about, because I know in the United States, a lot of the cultural norm is that if we talk about ourselves, what we're good at now, I will leave with this you there are things and there's ways that if we talk about ourselves all the time you know then it does get to an arrogant level yeah. but just to say like you know what no I'm good at that I'm proud of myself or I deserve this um mm -hmm. 
in the United States, not for everyone, and, and obviously, but it's a big social norm that we don't really try to talk about ourselves a lot. Because we have to be, you know, we need to talk about other people. Or if we do talk about ourselves, like you've already mentioned, it's usually the the criticisms. I need to get better at this. I'm not very good at that. I'll never be a good artist. We box ourselves in. So I was just wondering, is it similar like that in the UK? Or what do you notice? Uh, Like, what are some trends that you're maybe noticing? 100%. um, It's exactly the same in the UK as uh, you're describing in America. Um, I think there's this culture in the UK of this stiff upper lip. You kind of look after your own stuff and you you put your head down and you just get on with things. You know, you don't talk, open up. Um, that's what a man is. Um, and I think a lot of people conflate um, arrogance and self-compassion. You know, they think that if you say, I deserve this, I am great. I, you know, I am worthy of this then that's an arrogant thing to say, but it's all about the context. It's all, and it's all about the measure as well. Um, everything in life is a balance. Um, but I don't think the balance is, it's not balanced at the moment. So, it, you know, if, if we, if everything we say is I'm amazing, I'm great, all this, then yeah, the, then that would completely change the conversation, but the reality isn't like that. I agree. I think I love how you said it's about context and balance. And ironically, it's like, you know, we're all trying to balance. We don't want to be seen as arrogant yet. We're actually, for a lot of us, the scale, like you said, is so tipped in a negative light of ourselves and trying to shine it on other people that if we could just get it a little bit back. Yeah. Cause even like the other day, you know, when I moved to this new city and it's been a really tough couple of years for me, just moving and a tough breakup and such, but I, you know, my mom has been a big help. My parents both, but my mom is really good at making sure that I remember what I deserve. Mm. And even a tough, you know, even for me to say, I deserve this. Like I'm proud of myself. I actually really deserve this. It's just, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. And it's a very interesting uh, thing. It's so much easier for me. And you might feel like this. I love shining other light, you know, on people and making sure they know their worth and their potential. It's so easy for me. But just look in the mirror and be like, you deserve this. Here's your potential. It gets very uncomfortable. And I was wondering, it kind of leads nicely into another thought that I was wanted to talk to you about was, do you ever feel like you put an added pressure on yourself? How how do I want to word this? When you're trying to promote self-compassion and then when you have a, a tough day or tough stretches where you're like, I'm really hard on myself. How does, how do you navigate that? How do you redirect your energy to take care of yourself when you're trying to promote that for other people? If that makes sense. hundred percent. I think that's a, that's an amazing question. Um, I can tell you're a, you're a very uh, apt podcaster. You can tell you've done this a lot. You're very, you're very eloquent. Um, I'd say to that, that sometimes when you put yourself in the public eye and you put yourself almost on not a pedestal, but you put yourself out there. You kind of, you identify with what the th- the content you're producing. So because I, I say, I ask people questions like, what do you like about yourself? It's almost like it does create this kind of pressure to be. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Always compassionate to myself as well. And, and there, have, there have been times where I've said, I thought to myself, well, I'm beating myself up now and I'm preaching this, you know. But I think recently I've really not struggled with that because I've, 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 I've had the mindset that I'm not perfect and mm-hmm. that, it's okay to be, it's okay if I have a day where I beat myself up. It's okay if I do negative, negative self-talk. That's part of being a human. Like we're, we're not going to always get the balance right. And I, I have taken that pressure off myself to be this, you know, finished product or be this person who never slips up and has negative self-talk. Um, so I think I've, I don't really, I dealt with that a bit, but, but I think now I'm really aware that I'm not, I'm a human being and that I'm not perfect and that it's okay to have, you know, negative self-talk sometimes. I love that. And I, I love that once you, I feel like once you get that invisible weight off your shoulders about the pressure, once you realize, like you said, that you're just a human and no, even if you're trying to promote something, especially within the mental health realm and the self-compassion, I I always found it, like you said, a, a much more authentic and genuine and way more manageable approach to say, you can take advice from me about self-compassion. I'm not an expert. Yeah. And I'm going to have bad days too. And that's going to be part of the journey. We're going to paint. And I have a cup, a mug actually, that says progress over perfection. And yes. I, it's yes. just something that I think we can all live by. I think I know for a fact I get so caught up in trying to be perfect with the stuff that I'm trying to promote. And I learned a couple of years ago through the podcast and just, just felt more genuine and more helpful to other people, to myself, to say, I'm going to tell you the parts that are really overwhelming and scary. And I think that it just adds to people want to hear that too. They want to hear if you're willing to share your vulnerability and say, guess what? Last week was really, really hard. And you know, kind of pull the curtain back even more. You don't have to tell everything. And I think that's been important for me and maybe, maybe the same for you. I don't tell everything because it's some things I, I want to keep. Some struggles are just my own. And I just want to keep those to myself, especially when you're giving so much to the public realm of social media and, and like a podcast or TikTok or YouTube video. Mm. Um, one thing I think mental health is a very, and we all have it. And I think we talk about it sometimes, especially I know the U S we're getting a lot better, but we talk about it. It's very, it's been very taboo obviously for a really long time. And it's, we don't, we try not to talk about it, even though we all have it. It's just like physical health. We just have to, it's something you practice and something you have to take care of. That's why it's part of the health, you know, uh, realm, if you will. And yeah. I wanted to talk to you because I don't, I haven't really talked about this specifically, but what is something that you think is, is if someone's listening to this or watching and they're saying, you know, that's awesome. I love the energy. I love what y'all are talking about, but how do I start? Because I think mental health is is very overwhelming. Even for someone that's very comfortable with it, I still feel overwhelmed. You know, I get, I'm getting nervous to want to go out and talk to, to do these interviews again. And What is something that you think is is one thing that's very entry level when someone's trying to think about how to be more compassionate to themselves? Where can they start? What's something kind of, uh, I don't want to say easy, but 
low, not what's the least overwhelming thing that someone yeah. can try? Just practice saying it's okay Every, to everything. And you can use that and everything. It's okay that I feel this emotion. It's okay that I've had this thought. It's okay that I've, um, my life isn't where I, where, it, where I want it to be. I think sim- simply just accepting how things are, it's okay. And that it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to have days where you feel depressed. I think if you can, I think that's the best way to accept yourself and to accept that. I think the thing with mental health as well is that because we don't have experience uh, other people's realities, we seem to think we're alone with our struggles. We're alone mm. with the thoughts. We're alone with the emotions. Um, so I think it's by nature of mental health is very uh, polarizing unless we come together and, and talk about these things and, and unite. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm so happy to do this podcast um, because, you know, hopefully someone will see this and think, you know, me and Magnus and Matthew are being open and vulnerable. And so that means I can be vulnerable. I, I was on a call not too long ago, like a, a masterclass and the guy who was running it said, I'm nervous. Who else is nervous? And everyone put their hand up. Everyone's nervous. And that, that was such a nice moment because it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter about the hierarchies or whatever. We're all human. We all have the same feelings, you know, just some people have them on different intensity uh, scales. That's the difference. It gave me like, it gave me like the chills when he said that just like talking about it and how you said that it's, it is challenging because it's invisible yeah. in a lot of ways, mental health. And we can't see the realities of other people. So that's where it gets, that is the power. And I've said this for so long. That's the power of sharing what you're, where you're comfortable. We all share in different ways. I know tons of family members and friends that, you know, it's just not in their comfort zone to be as vulnerable and open. We all show our vulnerabilities and comfort in different ways. And I, I really want to make sure that people understand that it's not going to be, you're not going to sit down for a podcast to talk about mental yeah. health, you might just start with, like you said, it's okay. And it's, it's a two words. It's very simple in nature, but it's, it's just saying it's okay because then it takes, I feel like it takes the pressure off yourself to be like, you know, cause we so often, I know for myself, I say, is that okay that I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? Why don't mm-hmm. other people feel this way? But the reality is when you're walking down the street or you're in a class or you're in a, you know, you're in a grocery store, people are nervous, people are depressed, people are anxious, people are worried about tomorrow. And that's the power of like opening up, you know, because physical health, you break your arm, you got a cast, people can see that they're like, Oh, wow, you know, I hope your recovery is good. What'd you do? How'd that happen? You know, Oh, I went to the doctor got a cast mental health is like, we walk around so much with invisible things that we're carrying the power of talking to someone you trust it could be one person. It could be a stranger for some, for some people it makes it more comfortable. Um, but I, it gave me chills when you just, how you worded that. And you said that we can't, that's, I think that is a struggle a lot. You can't see, you know, even if you're talking to someone you trust, you can't really, they might not be telling you everything. Exactly. And so often that happens. I know a lot of friends that will struggle silently and, and, silence is the the number one you know killer for for mental health and i think that's the power of just having low stress low pressure conversations and mental health is so interesting especially when we we have because you have to talk about yourself 
And if that's not a comfortable, it's a skill that you, that you get used to and you practice the more you do it, you get more comfortable. Um, yeah, I think it's, I just think there's so much to unpack, but, um, I I just want to comment that was, by the way, thank you for those, um, those insights. Um, I think what came to mind when you said about the visibility factor with mental health, um, use the example of breaking your arm. I actually broke my arm. Um, I've actually got, I've got a scar here. I'm not sure you can see. Oh, wow. That's, that is serious. I broke my arm, um, having an arm wrestle. Um, when I, I know it's crazy. When I was, um, I was about, was I 18? I was 18. Um, and was I, yeah, I was, I was 17 or 18. And at the time I got a lot of, a lot of people kind of were really nice to me and, um, a lot of, understanding and and people went easy on me um and then fast forward a few years later i started struggling with my mental health and for me having that arm break as painful as it was physically and it was pain there is an element of mental torture because it stops you from doing things and just the pain um it didn't compare to the experience of having a mental health problem it just it did there's no comparison it's so much harder to deal with a mental health problem and I, I, I've thought about this deeply, why that is, why emotional pain is more torturous than physical pain in so many ways. And for me, that's true. Emotional pain is more difficult because there was no blueprint for my mental health. There was no like manual that I could pick up and go, oh, that's what I need to do. Whereas with physical health, you, can, you go to the, the doctors, you go to the hospital, you, you get a, a metal plate in your arm and then you, you say, oh, you need to do some physio for six weeks and then you're good. Um, but for my mental health, you go to therapy and not everyone goes to therapy. So first of all, you've got to acknowledge there's a problem because denial is a big thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Secondly, so you need to be self-aware and to know when you've even got a problem because some people don't even realize they have a problem. Um, and then you have to take the initiative to, and the courage to go and see a specialist um, if you have the resources, that is. Um, and then even when you go to therapy, they don't hand you a ticket for mental health uh you know freedom like a freedom from your problems you have to do some deep digging yourself and it's not about talking to therapists and them telling you what's wrong with you it's about having honest conversations with yourself and opening up to 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 a stranger and being aware of it yourself so that you can take the right steps and and heal your wounds um so i think for the for me the the worst i wouldn't say worst because i see it as a, a blessing now but the most difficult thing was not having anyone around me who could say, this is what you've got having to figure it out by myself and, and, and work out and everyone's alone with it, with it because they are only, only themselves can, can tell them what their demons are, what their triggers are, what their, you know, thoughts are. I think that's, I've actually, that's such a beautiful new perspective and insight for me. And I know maybe for a lot of people, because I've used that analogy for a long time about, a broken arm and so to talk to someone like that actually has that experience and when I'm listening to you I think a big thing too is that as far as I know there's no stigma in breaking your arm I've never heard someone say are you sure your arm's broken? I don't think that you actually have a broken arm. You, I mean I got, okay. I, got the, I got the piss taken out of me you know an arm wrestle you know uh, but there's no like like are you stigma. sure it's broken? Yeah, exactly. you, you don't have a broken arm. Just man up, toughen up. You'll be yeah. fine. And I think because it's visible. It's it exactly that's like there's the ev- thing. There's evidence. 
So when you're dealing with mental health, it's a lot of it's it's all invisible. And sometimes you have to explain yourself. So you now you're like, wait, do I have do I have mental health problems? Do I really need to go to therapy? Then there's like, is therapy an option? And and it's just, I think it's a really helpful perspective to keep people in mind that we do have a long way to go, but I know we're, uh, one last thing I want to talk to you about Magnus is what do you think? Cause I want to end this on a, on a good note and in mental health, uh, it's, it's very individualistic and overall, what do you think we get right? We, as a collective, what are you inspired by? What are you hopeful by about mental health right now? I'm very hopeful because I feel like there's a huge shift in society and attitudes. Um, I think it's becoming more normalized to open up and talk about your mental health. Um, I think there's uh, more resources. There's more people who are going into the mental health field, which is an indicator that there's an increasing demand, which shows me that there's either more people who are mentally ill or more people who are being open about their mental illness i'm not sure which one it is but i think for sure there's more people who are just seeing it as like an mot on their mind you know instead of uh you know like something's wrong with me it's oh i'm just like i'm just going to counseling because there's this difficulty in my relationship or i'm just going to counseling because i have this fear and i suppose maybe 20 years ago it was frowned upon you know to go to therapy and it's and they would associate people who went with with a severe problem you know like something like schizophrenia for example um so i'm very hopeful and as i think as well like in the media you see a lot more uh, positive talk around mental health uh, especially in the uk i'm not sure what it's like in the united states but uh what what do you think in the united states what's your opinion on it it's getting it's uh, it's pretty similar i think they're they're pretty similar i would agree with everything you said too i think it's I'm excited for how much more, how many more conversations are happening and and people that I never thought would ever come to me about relating to the podcast about mental health and opening up and saying, Hey, that helped me or thank you. Mm -hmm. I think it's a beautiful shift. And I think, uh, I think a lot about like sports teams or actors, musicians, uh, people with platforms and even, uh, you know, businesses, companies, you know, there's mental health talks, there's, boards that have there's mental health committees you know they mental health is being prioritized on a company level for sports so many uh athletes are are coming out and talking about their mental health and and you know just the range of you know addiction suicide prevention i think it's becoming more um how do you say not popular but more that we know it's healthy it's prioritized and it starts with a conversation and so that also it really really excites me um i saw to, to wrap this up magnus i saw a i don't know if you've ever seen this show hot ones it's the the sean evans on youtube he eats chicken hot really hot chicken oh wing. yeah i've seen that yeah but he does this really cool thing that i think is is cool at the very end and he just says like uh what do you have going on right now so if there's anything do you have anything coming up or do you i'll put all your social uh links in the bio of this episode but I just want to give you a chance. Is there anything you got coming up or anything, uh, anything you want to promote for yourself? I don't know. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, it's a great idea as well. Um, what have I got coming up? I say guys, my TikTok is Magnus Davis and I'm producing constant, a constant, uh, flow of interviews there, inspiring people. And I've got some new questions coming up, you know, 
that gets people to celebrate their you know their strengths um promote their confidence and there's going to be some deep questions as well that i'm going to ask i'm already asking some deep questions but i want to i want to dive deep into um the way people think and and uh because when you when you see people's immediate reactions when they when they're forced to respond in the moment you get the truth from people there's no filter so i'd say tune into my tiktok as well um i've got some guest i'm collaborating with a few people as well some uh someone who's just got in touch with me as well who's quite an exciting guest so i'm looking forward to have um to interview him and uh yeah tune in i thank you for having me mafia i really um you're a really great guy and uh what you're doing as well with you know just spreading positivity in america it's um it's inspired me and i'm so grateful that i've met you because i I just feel a very good energy from you likewise my friend i uh i i feel like i'm like a it's like a trampoline i want to bounce it right back to you and just say well first of all everyone please go follow magnus uh it's it's incredibly worth your time obviously how i talk about it and i will i will post everything in the all the links and, and everything so people can go follow you. It's like I said, it's, it's well worth your time. If you're listening to this or you're watching, um, I'll leave with this. I'll say, you know, I told my, my parents and I, I, when I met you, I, there's kindred spirits or whatever you want to think. And you meet people at the right time in your life. You've said this many times about universe has great timing. And, and I really appreciate you. I, I think this is, you know, the first of many conversations that we'll hopefully have uh, moving forward. And I really appreciate you. I feel really hopeful and really inspired that I did want to say this too. I didn't get to sneak this in, but I will end with this. I think that um, social media sometimes has a bad reputation and sometimes a lot of the times deservedly so it can be uh, a tool for really negative uh, evil things. But in, in examples like this, you know, meeting someone from thousands of miles across the world and being to the point where you get to meet each other, even if it is virtually right now. And I think social media can be a really beautiful thing if it's used through genuine, authentic, you know, loving ways. So I'm really, really excited and expired for, or expired, inspired for this to get out to people. And uh, thank you so much, Magnus. Thank you, mate. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'm, just saying hello to everyone in the United States on the United States. Listen to this um, great country. I was there not long ago. I was there two weeks ago. Um, so I wish I had the time to uh, interview some people over there and just, you know, pick their brains a bit and see the cultural differences, but I'll definitely be in the U S again. So we'll do it. Hey, likewise, I gotta, you know, I, I, I gotta shout out the UK shout out to Leeds United uh, <laughs> best hit in the premier league. And, a super fun team to watch. So um, like I said, I think this is, I think this is a start of the minimum, a start of a friendship and you never know how life is going to go. So.